Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World. I am your host, Phil Pustiovsky, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about personal finance wisdom you've probably heard nowhere else. Chances are, when you first got started with considering becoming a real estate investor, part of the reason for that was to improve your personal financial picture. I know that's why I got started. That's why I moseyed down one of those places that's kind of uh, a relic, a dinosaur called a bookstore many, many, many years ago. And I walked down the personal finance aisle and that's where I started reading books about how to become successful financially, ultimately financially free. And what are the titles we saw? Uh, I saw titles like Dave Ramsey had written um, Money Makeover and, and books by Suze Orman. Now, Dave Ramsey's actually from uh, where I'm from in Nashville, and I got a chance to spend some time with him over the years. Terrific individual, great Christian businessman. And his message was always that of being very frugal, uh, setting up budgets and in, in allocating your money wisely. And so that message, which is also echoed, I believe, by Suze Orman and others, is, is a pretty basic concept on personal finance. But don't overlook just because it's basic that it's not helpful. Because uh, having a budget is incredibly important. And being able to control your expenses and moreover to be frugal on your personal expenses provides you with more money to be a good investor and to apply that to different assets that you want to buy. And I, I've definitely heard where people tell me things like, yeah, 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 set a budget, Phil. I've heard all that before. Well, wait a minute. You know, there are a, there are a lot of people that you can look at in society that have never figured out these basic money management skills. Did you know that over 70% of pro athletes within five years of their playing days are flat broke? It's true. You can actually watch the... Uh, there's a documentary, 30 for 30, on ESPN uh, called Broke. It's fascinating. It shows these people that burn through millions of dollars in a very short period of time. My my younger brother, he is a financial planner, and he once had a client that had over $2 million that was uh, inherited, and he blew through it in less than a year. And he tried his best to slow the guy down, but ultimately, you know, it was the guy's money. Um so people can blow through money, and maybe you've heard these stories before, you've met people like that. So certainly these basic money management skills, many of which folks like Dave Ramsey teach, are vital. Whether you're going to be a billionaire or you're just barely going to get by, you absolutely have to have those skills. However, if you continue down that uh, aisle of uh, personal finance, you'll run into a series of books that are purplish and uh, black, and they all have the phrase rich dad on them. That all got started by a gentleman by the name of Robert Kiyosaki. And he wrote the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that was written in the, in the late uh, 1990s. Now, Robert Kiyosaki is quite a controversial figure in the world of personal finance. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but his entire uh, message was one of this. You know, buy assets, not liabilities. Um, and the, the old adage, uh, get good grades so you can get a good, safe, secure job, uh, that whole entire message, he said, is antiquated, archaic, and it, it actually is what keeps people in the middle class. 
And what he talked about instead was taking risks, being willing to make mistakes, getting financial literacy, and learning how to be a business owner and an investor. And by so doing, that's how you'd become rich. Now, his book was broken into this uh, message he got from his, what he called his poor dad, which is biological father, who was a successful um, uh, educational administrator for the state of Hawaii. And then there's this other figure called his rich dad. And that's where kind of some of the controversy b- begins, because it's never been uh, positively identified who this rich dad person is. Now, Kiyosaki and speeches and the books and those sorts of things would refer to this guy as one of the wealthiest people in Hawaii. But who is he? Well, he's never said, and there's been a lot of speculation about that, whether this person has just been completely made up. And that in and of itself is a problem, because if you're trying to determine the best course of action for your own personal finances, you want to make sure you're working with signal, not noise. And if you've listened to any of my other podcasts before, signal would be truth, and and then noise would be that which may sound like the truth, but it really isn't. So this is the start of his controversy, but he also is is not a big fan of, quote, safe, secure investments, like whether it be mutual funds or bonds. He really thinks in terms of starting your own business or uh, owning assets. And so definitely there's two, there, these two are, are diametrically opposed in many ways, because Kiyosaki doesn't talk much about budgeting and those sorts of things. In fact, he, he does more in the realm of, hey, you know, why, why shouldn't you enjoy your way to the top? You know, grab that extra cup of coffee from Starbucks. Who cares? Whereas on the on the budgetary side of things, the less you spend, uh, the more you have to save. Well, what I'm going to do here in this podcast is I'm going to share with you what I've discovered over my lifetime in studying others and what has worked well in my life. And, and we'll start by saying this. It's not Ramsey versus Kiyosaki. It's both. They both have great validity. For example, I mean, I've spoken on Kiyosaki's stages several times, and they've asked me to speak in the, in the subject of real estate investing. So, you know, I, I like what that his whole message is saying, but I also love the message of being frugal with your personal expenses and keeping a tight budget because that does give you more money to invest. One of my favorite sayings is, you know, be a day early and a dollar long. <laughs> You've heard the uh, the opposite of that, which is being a day late and a dollar short. So. Saving, being frugal on personal expenses is absolutely vital to you becoming successful. In fact, I had a mentor of mine once tell me, if you cannot or will not save, Phil, the seeds of success are not in you. Pretty strong medicine. So you've got to be able to save. You've got to be able to take control of your finances. But also, you know, Dave Ramsey's not a big fan of credit cards. Now, why is that important? Well, it's important because you do need credit cards, you know, especially this day and age. And being able to have credit cards and use them wisely is actually an example of good discipline. You've got to have the discipline to have access to credit but not go blow it. And one thing to keep in mind about Dave Ramsey is his message was started in Tennessee. Tennessee is one of the poorest states in the country. So when you have in a population of many of which being on welfare or or just in the super low income category, that message resonates very well. But what if you're a recent college graduate? What if you're what if you're in your mid thirties right now and and your career is okay, but you really want to start making some big dollars? Well, you can't just save 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 on that meager income, and then hopefully forty years later you've got a little bit of retirement because. 
ultimately, stuff comes up, doesn't it? You know, the, the hot water heater breaks. The car breaks down. It's like no matter how close you try to get ahead, have you ever experienced where all of a sudden you get set backwards again? And that's an issue of there's only so much you can save on car insurance. You know, there's the cost of food, the cost of gas, the cost of everything has gone up. And so you need more income, the majority of people, because, you know, some of you all can do all the saving. You can do all the budgeting. All that can be done. The problem is you don't have enough money to come coming in to even do that. And that's where I was when I first got started. So that's why I wanted to get into business. I wanted to get into becoming a business owner because I had discovered, and here is the uh, one of the big keys to this podcast. I want you to write down, I want you, if you haven't already, to read the book, The Millionaire Mind by Thomas J. Stanley. The Millionaire Mind by Thomas J. Stanley. His book, in my opinion, is the best book on personal finance you'll ever read. By a landslide. It's so good because it's the it's 25 years of him interviewing, studying real-life millionaires and how they operate. And then that's his findings is what is in that book. And so in that book, you discover that decamillionaires, as he calls them, people that are $10 million or more in, in net worth, they tended to be business owners. They tended to own their own businesses. And he had the, the breakdown of, Millionaires were broken into about 30% were attorneys and doctors, 30% were corporate middle managers and salespeople, and then 40% were business owners. That's kind of how you broke up the millionaire segment. And the attorneys and doctors tended to be the one to two million dollar, uh, two millionaire people. You know, they had a house, they had cars, they had some investments in stocks and, and that sort of thing. But your decamillionaires were the business owners. They're the ones that own their own businesses. They had plenty of investments. And one of the main themes, of course, is in I'm in I'm in real estate, and that is real estate investing. It's a it's a huge huge part of many of the wealthiest people in this world's uh, portfolio. It's 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 not only how some of them became wealthy, but it's how they grew their wealth over time as well. Now, I believe that creative real estate investing, the way we do it, is the best small business in America. And uh, at the time, I didn't know it was going to be that good. I just I had a hunch that it'd be a good fit for me. So. Thomas J. Stanley talks about becoming a business owner as the way to become a decamillionaire, but he doesn't refute or um, or say there's any problem with having a job. It's that ultimately, it depends on how big or how far you want to go. You know, the, if you want to have large, large, large amounts of wealth, uh, that's more easily obtained if you're a business owner than if you you stay in a job the rest of your life. But I. I definitely recognize that there is value in being an employee over being a business owner because when you're a business owner, it's a new level of responsibility. With much comes much. <laughs> so you've got to be able to deal with the, I don't know if the word is stress or the uncertainty that not everything is going to be perfect. And as the business owner, the buck stops with you. But what it does do is it allows you to make decisions independently, and that allows you to make better decisions in the future. So from a personal finance standpoint, keeping to a safe, secure job, saving, 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 and then using those savings to buy assets, that is a great uh, approach. Now, I believe in the both approach. I, you know, where I, what I have done is become a business owner, become a real estate investor, and then also kept a budget all these years. And so even as my income grew uh, to just astronomical um, levels, that didn't 
stop me from being extremely frugal personally and uh, <laughs> drive my wife nuts and others. Uh, but what it does is it allows me to have more money and more money to be able to uh, plow into more assets. And, you know, I, I've never been a big fan of stuff anyways. You know, I mean, it's there's only so much stuff that you're going to be able to play with in a day anyway. So uh, being able to manage your finances is a great skill to have no matter how wealthy you are. So you take the Dave Ramsey approach. You take the Suze Orman approach. But then you also take the Kiyosaki approach. And that is to be a business owner and to buy assets. And, by the way, be careful with some of uh, Kiyosaki's uh, lessons and whatnot because – Ultimately and unfortunately, there's no way to verify all of that good stuff. Whereas with the millionaire mind, that's kind of the balance of the two, and that's really where you get your power from is is, is following that text and what what is shared in that one. All right, so that's really the personal finance wisdom that I have learned over the years. It's really a combination of both, and I think what's so fascinating about this is that there is a dichotomy. There is something at odds here. So from one perspective, you want to be frugal. You want to be a cheapskate when it comes to personal expenses, things that you have no tax deduction on, things you know like cars and boats and, and all those sorts of things. However, when it comes to business, you want to be aggressive. You want to be a risk taker. You want to be able and willing and have the stomach to actually potentially lose for the for the the prospects of gaining. Because let's say you make a mistake in a business uh, that you try to start, or you make a mistake on an investment. That's an education. You learn something, and you won't do it again. And that's the kind of education that's going to make you extremely wealthy over time. Now, as you probably heard from my other uh, trainings, and if you watch any of my videos, I am a big fan of having a mentor. I think a mentor can help reduce the number of mistakes you're going to make. And unfortunately, there's no other way to really obtain business uh, knowledge, investing knowledge outside of mentorship and those kind of specific training education systems that are out there, such as ours and, and others as well. Uh, colleges don't teach this, nor could they, because the professors, if, they're, if they have, have any sort of brains, they're going to stay in the marketplace and make all the money. They're not going to head back to business school and teach everybody what they learned, uh, because <laughs> why would you do that when you can be out in the field making the money? So business schools don't teach it. It's it's a rare um, it's it's rare to find great education on business and investing. But when you can get access to it, it it's it's extremely valuable and it's going to serve you the rest of your life. So uh, in summary, uh, what is it that we're talking about here? What is the personal finance wisdom you'll hear nowhere else? It's this: the millionaire mind. That book right there, because it's a combination of so many different philosophies on personal finance all kind of combined and it's proven with all of these millionaires that uh, contributed to the context of that book and it's the both mentality you know maybe you save a little bit of money in an IRA and put it in a, in a mutual fund I know Kiyosaki would say that's actually terrible but what's the problem with it right so you get something there you buy a bunch of real estate you own your own business you do several things but you, you bring it all together with a personal finance plan that's both Frugal personally and aggressive business and investing wise. Because the more assets you own, the more businesses you own, the more money's coming in to uh, then uh, increase your means so that you can budget wisely, you can save wisely. Because ultimately, it's really hard to save money if you have more expenses each month than you have money coming in. And that's a problem for a lot of people. And I know what that's like. I was there too. All right, y'all, this is Phil Pustiowski. You can learn more about us at freedommentor.com. You can also head over to uh, our YouTube channel and learn a whole lot more about everything in regards to real estate investing. 
Uh, we've got so much great content, uh, absolutely free, by the way, for you to dig into and learn more about. And I hope that this personal finance wisdom, I hope this resonates with you. I really wish somebody would have told me this a long time ago. Instead, I had to go on a long journey and read all these books and then test these things out on my own and, and, and go from broke to what Thomas J. Stanley calls balance sheet affluent, which is where I am now. So how you go from one to the other over the course of time. And uh, this message I'm sharing with you right now, this is signal. This is the truth. You know, you you take the the advice from several of these people, but be careful. You know, uh, spend less than you earn. You know, keep the use the simple techniques on personal finance. That way, you have some downside risk, and then roll out there and try some businesses, buy some assets, and just keep learning and improving your financial literacy. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And this is Phil Pustiowski with Real Estate Investing in the Real World, and you just learned about personal finance wisdom you'll hear nowhere else.